Welcome to the Chasing Success Podcast. Chasing Success Podcast. The podcast for anyone looking to achieve success. If you're looking to learn, grow, and impact the world around you without sacrificing happiness, this is the podcast for you. Now, here's your host, Zach Wright. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chasing Success Podcast. What I'm going to be talking about today is how to promote yourself without being obnoxious. And I think that this is very good timing because when this is launched, we're heading towards the end of the year. And that's when a lot of companies will put forth the employees that they think that they should be promoted. Now, this is specifically talking about how you can promote yourself and what I'm going to be talking about is in three different sections. So I'm going to go into detail about my journey and why I can speak to this. So first of all, why should you listen to me? Is this something that I've done before? Yes. (laughs) So I'm going to talk about that. But then I'm also going to talk about how to promote yourself appropriately. And then I'll finish it off with why is promoting yourself important. So I'm going to go ahead and start with my first corporate position. In 2017, I started my first corporate position at an entry-level position. I was an IT recruiter. I had zero experience. But what that taught me was whenever I came on board, I was given my own account and I was able to learn certain things that I didn't know before. And that really brought out the type of skills that I was learning that I had myself. So I owned my position by learning all the details, by understanding what the process was, how could we improve this, so on and so forth. But by owning my position, I also hit top performing quarter over quarter before doing anything else. And what I mean there is one of the key things to promoting yourself is to be really good at what you are hired to do first. You wanna be really good at what you do. Now, once you get that underway and it becomes a constant, then you wanna observe areas for improvement and relate it to what you've done during the time at the company. So for me, for example, I was owning the Blue Cross Blue Shield account And I was learning ways to improve it. I was learning certain things about the company where there could have been some gaps. And I've told this story on a a different podcast, so I won't go too into detail here. But basically, I went to my manager and talked about how we could better train our new hires and then also maintain the enablement, which I didn't know that was a term at the time, but the enablement of the team to stay on board and to stay relevant with the things that we needed to know and the things that we needed to grow on to become better as a team. The other thing that I did was I made it verbally aware to my manager that I wanted to be in a leadership position. Now, I knew that I wasn't gonna go straight to the top, but I wanted to go from individual contributor to an actual management position. And her knowing that, helped me get into the promotion of being a team lead. Whenever our team lead at the time decided to take a step into a different direction at the company, that opened up the team lead position. And my manager put forth 
my name and I had to do the interview and all that kind of stuff. But if they didn't know that that was my goal, then they never would have thought to put me forward. So that's how I started. And I know that that doesn't go too into detail on promoting yourself, but in this portion, I just want to kind of talk about how I've navigated this to see the results that I have in my career, and hopefully you can apply it to yours. Now, in this next portion, I want to talk about how not to promote yourself because after I took on the IT recruiting position, got team lead, I ended up leaving that position in 2019. And I started working as a management consultant that really focused on business process analysis and development for a pretty large company here in North Carolina. And at that position, I was learning the position. I was speaking to my manager, speaking to my colleagues, and really grasping what it was that I needed to execute to be successful in that position. And once I took on the role and and really got the experience underneath my wings, I started again, this is just how my mind works, I started noticing some areas of improvement for not only the position that I was working at as a consultant for a larger company, but also for the smaller consulting firm that I was working for. And so what I did, and, and just to put this in perspective, again, this is how not to promote yourself. To put this in perspective, I, at this time, had only been at the company maybe four months, three months, so not long at all. But I ended up taking the approach, and, and I was kind of considering not doing this because I was early, and they didn't necessarily know what I could do or what I had done in the past. But I ended up building out a new position for people operations and I scheduled time with the owners of the company and the owners were very uh, open-minded. They were receptive of the conversation, but they didn't think that it was the right time. And looking back, it probably wasn't the right time. They probably didn't need somebody like that, especially in the, the business model that they were doing. And the outcome of that conversation because the owners had a conversation with my manager on this my manager started treating me a little bit differently now i don't know if it was conscious or if it was subconscious but ever since i had that conversation with the owners my manager started kind of treating me a little bit differently a little bit more micromanaging um it wasn't a great environment uh just to be honest the great people, but just not a great environment. Um, he he might have thought that I was overstepping my boundaries, which could be completely true. Like I said, I was only there for three to four months, but there were a couple of things, uh, lessons learned that I was able to apply to the to the next positions that I took on. So, what I learned from this experience about how not to promote yourself is. You want to make sure that you've already proven yourself in the right ways before trying to get a promotion. Three to four months, I mean, that's very, very early. Even if you are doing great, even if you do understand all the things that are happening in the company, you're not likely to get a promotion or to especially have them invent a new role just for you. Now, the other thing is, 
you want to build trust with your manager and speak about areas of growth and development. This is something that I overlooked. I thought I had a good relationship with my manager, but really we were still getting to know each other. And he didn't know if I was going to be there for a long time or a short time. And he had a certain way of going about things that were a little bit different than the way that I went about things. So just building that trust would have been a lot help or a lot more helpful to me before really taking that step that I took. And and talking about the areas of growth in the sense of this is where I am now, but this is really where I see myself long term and seeing if that is an option at that company or with that manager or in that position. Now, in addition to the, the lessons learned, even though this was the wrong way to go about promoting myself, I learned very quickly that this position in the company wasn't for me. I had bigger goals, I had bigger aspirations than this small company could really give to me. So after six months, I ended up walking away from that company. And that was a really good decision because if I would have stayed there, I would have been miserable, I would have been doing the same thing over and over again and the type of person that I am, that just wouldn't have worked out for me. So the other call out here is really Ask yourself, is this the position for me? Is this the company for me? Do I see myself growing here long term? If not, don't just leave. I, I was applying to positions while I was thinking about leaving. And then I actually got a, a uh, interview and, and, and then an offer before I put in my notice. So from the lessons learned, I applied that to this new position that I, that I just spoke about getting the offer from. In 2020, I started working at a startup company as an operations analyst, and I found myself in the company, they, they needed more structure. But instead of going <laughs> all in right away, I first started by exploring and learning everything I could about the company and focus, focusing on executing with excellence, or, or excellence the first couple of assignments given to me. And that's important because if you come in guns blazing, which I have in, in a few different roles, it, it's, it's actually frowned upon. Like a lot of companies talk about how they want somebody who's ambitious. They want somebody who is somebody that takes action, but they don't want somebody to come in and do that on day one or even month three. They want somebody that, know, that they know is going to be there, that is going to be a part of the company. So that's one of the lessons learned that I applied in this approach. And then next, I went above and beyond to deliver the small things that could improve the operations of the company without needing someone to tell me what was needed. This showed the company that I was forward thinking, that I could think strategically, and then also not just think strategically, but execute on what needed to be done. Now, I did take the appropriate steps and worked alongside my manager to ensure the work that I was doing could contribute to a higher purpose at the company. And that's the important thing. You want to gain trust with your manager, and then that way they give you the autonomy to kind of extend yourself 
a little bit further than just your, your job description. And over time, the work that I, I had done and helped with my manager, it helped my manager, was the, which was the COO at the time, and the CEO see what I was capable, capable of. And then they ended up promoting me to the program management office lead where I built out the entire PMO from scratch. Now, if I skip this part of telling the manager what my goals were and what I was trying to accomplish, then they might have not put me forth for that PMO lead position. Now, at the same time as I was taking on this role, I was also building my personal brand through LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. And I started my company, Imeo Company, so at the same time. So I started posting more content, including videos around how I helped companies. Um, this started to position me as somewhat of a thought leader in certain areas, but it definitely built my reputation in, in the professional scene. Uh, scene. So... Gaining buy-in from your manager and then also, and I'll tell you why I mentioned the personal brand portion, but also building your personal brand, your online personal brand presence is going to be helpful for down the road. Now, at this startup company, this part of the story really blindsided me, but hindsight's 2020 in, 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 in <laughs> retrospect, it was a gift in disguise. The company that I was working for, the startup company, ended up laying me off a few days before Christmas. And at the time, obviously, I was devastated and didn't know what to do. However, I, I took a deep look into my growth and experience. And from my experience and having my own company, Imeo, I was able to sell myself really well in the interviews that followed. Now, I should mention, because this is something that not everybody is going to do, but I should mention during this time, I was constantly continuing my education. I achieved my Lean Six Sigma certification, which helped me get into the business processing analyst position. And then I finished my or, or achieved my executive MBA. And what this really does is it shows companies that you're willing to learn and continue to grow as a person and professionally. So you don't necessarily have to get your MBA or a specific certification, but if there's any way that you can show that you are a continuous learner or that you have a growth mindset, that you're willing to learn things new, then that's going to help you position yourself better in the interviews that you're going through. Now, fast forward to the position that I'm in now. This is how you promote yourself without being obnoxious. So in 2021, I started working at the company I work at now. In the short term there, I've been promoted multiple times by following the lessons I've learned from previous positions. So just to call out a few, I started learning as much as I could about the company and learning what was expected of me as an employee. Then I gained the trust of my manager, the COO and the CEO of the company, in a collection. So my manager, the COO and the CEO of the company by delivering exceptional work. And that's not my words. That's their words. That's how I knew that they started to gain buy-in on who I was as an employee and as a person. 
Then, and you kind of get this theme, but I spoke to my manager about my growth goals and opportunities with the company. Again, the reason that you do this part is because if nobody knows what you're trying to accomplish as an employee professionally, then they're not going to know to put you forth on certain things that pop up. And so, and and that's that's the key thing. If if my manager didn't know my goals as an employee, he never would have known that I wanted these advancements, right? So you got to speak up for yourself. And then one of the things I haven't mentioned yet is that in between promotions, I also took it upon myself to expand my workload in areas that needed to be filled without someone asking me to. Again, it goes back to positioning yourself as a forward thinker. And and forward thinking is a key aspect to being a leader in a company. But instead of doing this right away like I did for the management consulting position, I gained trust first, provided work that was being recognized, and studied the company's past to know where certain things had already been tested to avoid immediate resistance. And that's a key call out too. If you try to put forth something, an initiative that the company has already gone through, the legacy employees there are going to automatically be resistant. And they're also going to look at you as you didn't do the work to understand all the things that we've done in the past. So think about that whenever you're thinking about taking on the additive roles and just making sure that you avoid any type of resistance. Now, I also crossed over departments and built relationships with colleagues outside of my direct reports and specific departments. So this allowed others to vouch for me when a promotion came up. So if it wasn't just on my manager and there were other people who had to make the decision for the promotion, they already say, okay, yeah, Zach has actually worked with me on X, Y, and Z. And he did an amazing job. And then also your, your manager is going to be your biggest champion because they're working with you directly. But make sure to cross the, the pond and, and speak outside or provide value outside of just your department. So in summary, before we go to why this is important of promoting yourself, I wanted to do a quick recap just to break down some bullet points that you can take away and and start working on uh, in your career trajectory right away. Learn about the company and your role expectations. When you learn about the company, you're able to understand the full gaps. Where have we been as a company? Where are we and where are we trying to go? And then Understanding your role expectation really helps you do great work in the specific areas that you were hired for. Then build a relationship with your manager that gains trust in you as a professional, as a person, as an employee. Next, talk about the goal, the growth goals you have with your manager and how to go from where you are to where you want to be. And make sure that you continually bring this up and don't let it be a one-time conversation because if you if you only speak about it once, your manager is going to think, oh, well, they're not interested anymore. So you have to drive that goal. This is your life. This is your career. This is your trajectory. Nobody is going to own it 
as much as you are. But then also gain buy-in and acceptance from people outside of your department. This is really showing the value that you add to the company. Because if you only support your manager or if you only support your department, then you don't have outside resources that can really make the decision easier for you to be promoted as a, as a person. And then lastly in the summary, most importantly, you have to do great work before you can ever consider being promoted. So do your job really well first. Make people see you through the work that you do and then take the other steps. Okay, so now we want to talk about why promoting yourself is so important. And I'll keep this portion of the episode short because all the things we listed above helps uh, explain why it's important, but I just want to call out a few specific reasons why. First off, no one, and I mentioned this briefly, no one is going to promote you like you can. Only you know all the things you do, and you should be the one telling that story. Second, if you don't tell someone in the company your aspirations, no one will know to put your name in the ring for growth opportunities. You have to speak what you're trying to achieve. Then third, if you don't speak about the things you are doing, people will overlook your contributions as an employee. So speak up and talk about what you're doing. Now, this goes into the last call out. If you do this in the way that is sharing with enthusiasm instead of cockiness, you will be seen as a passionate person rather than obnoxious. So when you're speaking and trying to promote yourself, make sure to focus on the work and how it contributes to the company's success or the team's success. Don't make it circle just around you. Make sure that they know you did the work, but make sure that they are understanding the outcomes So you want to tie your accomplishments to the outcomes it will or has delivered to the company or the team already. And don't sugarcoat the success. Own it, but but deliver it in a way that is seen as useful to the company and not just you. This helps you share your skills and capabilities without coming off as I'm the best thing in the world, right? You want to avoid that. It comes off more if you do it the right way as I'm focused on growing the company, And your manager and their peers, if if you work alongside them, they'll take notice, which is going to help you get promoted and and for you to promote yourself without being obnoxious. So I hope that this episode really helps you if you're trying to grow in your career and you don't necessarily know how to promote yourself. Take these steps and really tie them into what you're trying to accomplish, right? And if you do this, then you will learn how to promote yourself without being obnoxious. And you'll also see that more people will support you in this motion because you've done it appropriately. So thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions on this or if you want to talk more about it on how can you get promoted? How can you promote yourself specifically? 
give me a, a call or an email. You can reach out to us at info at imeoconsulting.com and we'll gladly pick up the phone and have a conversation with you. No strings attached. We're not trying to sell you. We want you to have the best life that you can. So again, thanks so much for watching and we'll see you on the next episode.